0: Welcome to Nexus Podcast with my dad as your host and I'm Coco. This will change your life. Hey, what is up all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly, and you are tuned into another episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, I want to share a crazy, crazy story that went down with Coco and I while we were having some adventures together. Her and I alone, which we had to bring Heather into the equation. So I will share with you exactly what went down inside the episode. But what I want to get, once you to get out of this episode, is the fact that oftentimes the things that are the most difficult will bring us the biggest lessons inside of our life. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Nexus podcast. Oh, little Coco, how much I love her, but she can be a bit of a wild animal like all of our kids can, and we love them so, so much. So here's when it went down. Coco and I were on a daddy-daughter date. We had a whole day Saturday, not almost, not 100% to ourselves, but it was to ourselves. So Coco and I woke up in the morning. We read some books while Heather slept in, and then Coco and I went on a breakfast date to her favorite restaurant, which she loves so, so much in Dana Point. And if you had not been there, I would highly recommend that you check it out. It's called Maison. And there's about to be a new location, which is even more epic with better parking. So anyway, neither here nor there. The point of the story is this, is that Coco and I are out adventuring all day. She wakes up from her nap and I take her to the swimming pool. Now we are no strangers to the swimming pool. We go there regularly in our neighborhood, and Coco loves to romp. And she's really been getting like super confident with swimming, um, so much so that I'm a little concerned that she's going to drown herself sometime because she won't let me catch her and hold her. Uh, she wants to float. She wants to swim. She wants to do her own thing. Swim to the wall. But she gets like a little more confident than she should most of the time, as any two and a half year old should. So the interesting thing is that Coco is usually like very, very timid, right? And Embar- very not afraid, uh, but she's like a little shy. She's a little more cautious. She's a little more reserved in most situations but you know we're at the pool a few days ago and she literally is like daddy I'm jumping in you go down to the bottom don't catch me I'm gonna swim to the wall I'm gonna do it all over again and we'll just keep going and going and going and so she would do it and She's doing great. So I go down to the bottom and I can see her little shadow at the top of the water. So I swim up and just as my head comes up out of the water, I watch Coco jump off of the edge of the pool. She does a little spin to try and do a spin. This is the first spin she has tried to do into the water, by the way, and didn't jump out anywhere close to far enough and catches her chin on the edge of the pool, bop, and immediately starts crying. And we all know where this is going. So split her chin wide open uh, and immediately get her out of the pool like as fast as I can. Luckily, it wasn't really bleeding that bad. So that was a good thing. But nonetheless, this massive gash in the bottom of her chin, you see the fat hanging out of it. And she's sitting there crying, 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 crying. And the first thing I do is call Heather. I'm like, hey, babe, we got to go to the emergency room. Uh, Coco's for sure going to need stitches. And then Heather, I think at this point is probably wanting to kill me because she has no Idea what happened to her daughter. Then I'm like, just come pick us up. We are on our bikes. And so Heather had to come pick us up. And as we are headed to the urgent care facility, I tell Heather, like, hey, here's the whole situation of everything that went down. Um, lots of relief, but we knew it was going to kind of be a hassle, especially the world that we raised Coco in is not a world that uh, has ever experienced an emergency room. I can't think of the last time I went to a doctor uh, outside of a chiropractor for anything, period because we just live in a world that's health. We take care of our bodies, we work out, we eat clean, and there's not really a necessity for medicine. There's not really a necessity for anything in the allopathic model uh, for us. And that's just how we live our lives. So Anyway, we take Coco into this world that is very different than the world that we live in, and you can imagine that she's a little scared. She's got a little blood coming out of her chin. Uh, She's got blood on her bathing suit. She just wants a color, and then she's like, I don't know who these people are, what they're doing, or why they're wearing masks and gloves in the first place, and we take her back, and of course, to the doctor's recommendation, we have to get seven stitches in little Coco's chin. Now, here's where it gets super interesting. It's like she's already traumatized, but she had this huge bonk, and this is like a physical physical assault on her body immediately put her in a stress response. It took her forever to calm down. The other interesting part of it is that when we get her back, uh, she's pretty chill. you know, They bring her some coloring pages. They bring her a little teddy bear, but then it comes time to do the surgery, or not the surgery, but the stitches, and the first thing we have to do is we have to numb Coco's chin. So literally, you're sticking this big, long needle, as you guys know, right into the scar or right into the cut in order to get it as numb as possible so that the doctor could actually do the stitches, and so we do it, but Heather is having to hold Coco's body down, and I'm literally having to hold Coco's head and her jaw shut so she does not move to do this. And then we proceed to fight with Coco for about the next 45 minutes while we put in these seven stitches in the bottom of her chin. And you can imagine my daughter at this point, most painful thing ever. If you're a parent and you've been here, um, literally, I would like give anything for my daughter to not go through this pain again. But I'm holding her head. I'm holding her jaw closed and she's screaming, crying, saying she wants to be done. Heather's laying on her with all of her weight and it's all we could do to keep her calm and keep her feeling like she was safe and protected. So here's the interesting part about the conversation. That's what went down. And as guilty as I felt as a parent, there's like literally nothing I could have done, right? She's a kid, things happen with kiddos and that's just the way it is. The interesting thing about it though, is that in my head, I'm thinking, okay, Coco's pretty cautious and pretty timid and pretty, uh, pretty reserved, right? She makes a lot of good decisions, especially for a two year old, two and a half year old. And I'm like, man, you know, it's just going to bring her back a little bit. She's going to be more cautious. She's going to be more afraid to try new things. And lo and behold, we go to church the next day and she's like climbing on things and jumping off of things and doing stuff that I'd never seen this girl do before, like ever, because she seemed like a little too afraid to do it. And Heather and I are like starting to get worried. We're like, who is, who is this kiddo? Like, where did this come from? We've never seen interact this way before. And Uh, If you're sitting wondering like, oh my gosh, maybe there's like something wrong with her brain. There's nothing wrong with her brain. She was literally adjusted. As soon as we got home, the very first thing that I did with her was adjust her. I adjusted her before she went to bed that night. I adjusted her the next morning, twice the next day. And so, and then she got adjusted yesterday, which was Monday. And so all of these things happen and we're making sure that her nervous system is clear, able to process the stress and the trauma as quickly as possible, which clearly she did. So here's the interesting thing about it is that this girl going from having this major trauma where we thought she was going to be more scared, she literally waited up this morning, she's like, "Daddy, I want to go to the swimming pool." And we're like, "Coco can't go to the swimming pool yet. Stitches are still healing." So we, this interesting thing came to my mind is like, Coco had this major trauma and this major pain inside of her life for sure, one hundred percent the most pain she's ever ever been in. Huge bruise on the bottom of her chin, seven stitches in, stitches in the bottom of her chin, and yet still. She has taken that pain, that painful situation and turned it into something as like a biggest point of growth for her. And I see this often inside of people's lives. If we are in the right state of consciousness, if we are in the right state of mind, if we are in the right state of presence inside of our nervous system, we can usually take pain and make it our greatest teacher. And this is exactly what I saw Coco do, and what I continue to see happen, even in light of this just happening a few days ago, is that her greatest pain inside of her life has been her biggest teacher. And she has not vocalized these words to me, but what I have watched her do as a result of the thing that had happened to her on Saturday, which is bonk traumatically, have to get stitches, which is super traumatic, that pain, that biggest pain inside of her life has been her greatest teacher. Now, my question to myself is like, what did it actually teach her? And in my head, what I see in the way that she is acting now is that she has realized that her parents are actually going to keep her safe and protected and never let anything bad happen to her and teach her strategies to overcome the very thing that would keep her locked inside of her own prison of not expressing itself the way that it should. And so what I mean by this is this, is that her pain... Actually has allowed her to be more adventurous to be more brave because she had a realization and the realization that she had is this is that you know what? Even though I had this big bonk, I'm gonna be okay. Like it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought and she's been willing to take more risk and take more adventure in a calculated way and it's been the coolest thing to see because she had like I can watch the growth and brain development happen literally overnight since having this traumatic event like I thought she would be bummed out and want to lay around and she's been wanting to run more and play more and adventure more and jump off stuff more and do more tricks and like all the things that she was doing before and like a heightened 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 level and it's because she realized that this pain if that's the worst thing that could happen like there's I'm I'm limitless I'm literally limitless and I share this with you because the reason is, is like with a little two and a half year old, it would be very easy to see her have this big trauma. And I've seen this play out with parents and families before is that kiddos have a huge trauma. And then a year or two years later, we see that they start acting differently in a negative way that they start. um, Maybe they start having neurological issues or maybe they start having digestive symptoms or maybe they start having behavioral issues. But what we see with Coco is the exact opposite. Like she's expressing herself full out. Already as a result and the reason is is because she's had amazing chiropractic care immediately after now Why does this matter? This matters because when we adjust the joints of the spine when we wake up the brain The brain literally can snap out of a fight-or-flight state and go back into a rest and digest state This allows us to process our traumas if we stay locked in a fight-or-flight state all of the trauma can't be processed. So it literally goes into the limbic system, it gets stored and it says, we'll deal with that later. And usually it gets stored in the body. And it gets stored up and it stores up and it stores up and it stores up until bam, symptoms arise. Now the symptoms could be at 10 years old, it could be at 15 years old, it could be at two and a half years old, three years old, whatever it is for the kiddo. But we see it time and time again. And so it's such an interesting conversation because what I realized with Coco is that because she's had amazing chiropractic care her entire life, her body was so resilient and so able to bounce back from this major injury and major trauma where other kiddos might be down and never be wanting to go back to the swimming pool ever again. And Coco's like, Daddy, I want to go in the pool. I want to go on bike ride. I can't wait to go to swimming with Nina. And we're like, Coco, we don't even know if you can go to swimming lessons with Nina because you're still going to have stitches in your chin. Whole other conversation, right? So the reason I share this with you is because of this. Is like Take that lesson of Coco, but apply it to your life. Where is your pain your biggest teacher? Like I have some friends going through some big stuff right now, but what they're learning about themselves in the process is massive. And what it really comes down to is just taking the willingness to acknowledge like, okay, here's where I'm at right now. And asking the question of like, what can I learn from this? What can I take away from this? Who do I have to support me and actually help me learn a valuable lesson from this pain and from this trauma? Some of the most successful people I know are people who lost everything. And the reason that they did is because they took all those pains and they turned it into lessons that they can then apply inside of their lives. And I know for Coco, this is the case. And the coolest part about it is like her story has made me realize places where I feel like it's super painful inside of my life have actually been some of the biggest teachers. So my question for you is this, where inside your life right now, currently, are you experiencing pain? Maybe it's physical pain. Maybe it's discomfort. Maybe it's the pain of losing a loved one. Maybe it's the pain of going through a divorce or losing a relationship. Maybe it's the pain of stress of work or wanting to change new jobs or whatever that pain is for you how is that teaching you something more about yourself? How is that teaching you more about something that the person God called you to become? How is that teaching you more and allowing you to live a higher level of purpose and passion inside of your life? Take that pain and turn it into your greatest t-shirt, and I guarantee you'll become a new person on the other side, a new heightened version of yourself. My friends, I love you. I appreciate you. If you got some value out of this, do me one of two things. One, share it up with somebody who needs to hear it. Two, leave a rating, leave a review and we will come at you again next week. Peace.